1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickens, your Wednesday, September 5th edition. We have a 12-game slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday and ready to attack this Wednesday slate of action. Before we get to the totals today, let me tell you about a few things we got going on. NFL season starts Thursday night, so get your last best balls in by using Draft. Draft.com, Draft, in your app store is the is a great, great way to play fantasy sports, and it's so mobile-friendly. It's crazy. Like the, the atmosphere on the phone compared to other uh, fantasy apps for drafting is outstanding. And if you're a best ball fan, go check it out. They do a great job with that. And they'll have regular season NFL. They have golf. We have the third leg of the FedEx Cup coming up this weekend. Go listen to the BMW preview on the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. But uh, you can play all the sports over there at Draft. But Use promo code SD Sports when you check out for entry into a free $3 tournament. So, again, draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports for entry into a free $3 tournament. Also, for you uh, NFL DFS players, after you listen to the Two Point Conversion NFL DFS podcast with myself and James, go check out thequantedge.com to get your lineup optimizer, your injury tools, your wide receiver cornerback matchups, and so much more. They have gambling, they have DFS, they have everything you need. After you listen to the Two Point Conversion NFL DFS podcast, Use promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, at checkout for $10 off your first month. Again, it's QuantEdge.com promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, for $10 off your first month. Lastly, go give us a rating and review on wherever you listen to the podcast. Preferably, the rating and review will be on iTunes. It'll help us move up the charts and help with other aspects of the show. So, uh, help us out with that, but now let's get to your Wednesday 12-game slate. Let's talk to the totals on this slate Um, You have Reds at Pirates total eight and a half, Cardinals Nationals nine, Rays Blue Jays eight and a half, Phillies Marlins seven and a half, Mets Dodgers seven and a half, Angels Rangers waiting on the total there, Cubs Brewers nine, Tigers White Sox eight and a half, Twins Astros eight and a half, you got Coors Field Giants Rockies ten and a half, Yankees A's eight, and Orioles Mariners eight and a half, so a lot of decent totals for pitching side of things, a couple nines and above, so nothing too crazy outside of Coors which you'd expect. And then Texas and Anaheim, we don't have that one yet, but that one should be rather high as well. Let's attack the pitching on this slate. You have two guys over 10K. The only one I'm looking at is Zach Wheeler at 10-4 at the Dodgers, and that's a GPP only play. He's been outstanding this season. He's faced the Dodgers once this year, seven innings, four earned, seven Ks for 17 DraftKings points. But we're talking 29-4, 21-8, 30.2 in his last three. He has 20 or more DraftKings points in seven of his last 10, 19 or more in eight of his last 10. He's been very, very efficient. Um, no one's going to want to face the uh, Dodgers, so he's going to be super low-owned, should be super low-owned. Dodgers strike out 22.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Wheeler's 24% K rate, 44.5% ground ball, and only 26% hard contact are absolutely elite. Those are great, great numbers. The Dodgers do have a 4.45 team total. Lefties 319, righties 271. So, yes, their offense is scary, but uh, Wheeler can make for a nice GPP play. If not, you can save money. And you can drop down below 9K where you look at guys like Jamison Tyon at $9,900 at home against the Cincinnati Reds. I absolutely love this play tonight if you want to save some cash. He's faced the Reds three times this year in 20 in the third innings, He's given up seven earned, struck out 21, averaging 24.9 a game against the Reds in his last three starts at Atlanta, at Milwaukee, and then against Chicago, 25-6, 28-5, 22-7. We've seen Tyon have really, really good stuff. Uh, lefties can get to him a little bit, but overall not bad. He strikes at over twenty-two percent that he faces. Swing strike rate close to eleven percent, forty-seven and a half percent, ground ball rate, everything looks very, very nice. Uh Reds have a three four five team total, lefties three twenty-nine, righties two sixty-seven. We've talked about the Reds before. They have an uh, okay, not great, three sixteen WOBA. First righties, but a really bad 145 ISO, so they might get your extra base hits, but it doesn't result in offense very often. So, tie on at 99 could be the top play on this slate if you don't want to go to Zach Wheeler in a GPP. Dropping down the 9500, Tyler Glass. Now, I absolutely love Glass. Now, the price tag is interesting. He's going to have to be perfect to earn it. He's faced Toronto once, five innings, two hits, one earned, six Ks for 18.9. The way pitching goes these days, 18.9 is not too bad. Uh, we got some 30 pointers last night, but you're not going to get those every day of the week. Um, last time out at Cleveland, 23.4 DraftKings points. Very, very up and down guy, uh, but it's been much more up than down of late, especially with, as Tampa Bay stretched him out using the off speed pitch a lot more. So there's stuff to like when you are looking at Glass now. Toronto strikes out 22.5% of the time versus right handed pitching. Uh, glass now is a lefty, isn't he? Did I just brain fart? I just brain for it. One second. Um, no, he is righty. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, right handed pitching. And uh, you look at Glass now, a 30.7% strikeout rate, a 50% ground ball rate, 30% uh, hard contact rate. A lot of good stuff to like right there. A team total of around four lefties 301, righties 312. So Glass now at 95 to be very, very good. Uh, hopefully he gets you at least five innings in there, and 20 plus drafting points would be ideal. If you want to be a little different, Hung Jin Ryu, 9200 bucks at home against the New York Mets. Uh, Ryu's coming off the DL. His last, he's made a couple starts since his return. Uh, six innings, four innings, five and two thirds, and seven. So he's gotten it in. 19.4, 23.6, and eight against the Cardinals, and then a 23.7 against the Giants. So basically 19 or more points in three of his four starts back on the DL. He's only thrown as 89, 72, 86, and 86. So they're not letting him get the 90. That's the part we got to keep in mind here. 9,200 bucks. He's been getting the value, still getting 20-plus points basically in three of those four starts, and he's facing the Mets team which strikes out 25% of the time versus lefties, so it's all there. 28% K rate for Ryu, a 50% ground ball rate. He can get it done at 92. I think he's another interesting GPP play because the Mets are horrific. They have a team total of three, uh, the the lowest on the night slate. Uh, Lefties 293, righties 264 versus Ryu, and the Mets have an abysmal 283 Woba and 123 ISO. We've been picking on them a lot with lefties, and it's been very, very successful. Uh, Ryu at 92, the price point's tough, but he's kind of the same as Glassnow to me. Glassnow's going to throw more pitches, but they're probably going to go about roughly the same distance in the game. Things can change, you never know. But Ryu makes for a very, very intriguing GPP play. So at 9K and above, uh, I got Tyon 1, Glassnow 2, Ryu 3, Wheeler 4. But Wheeler's that ultimate GPP kind of play if you want to go that direction. Now we drop into the 8Ks and we look at Mr. Nick Pavetta, 8200 bucks at the Miami Marlins. Nick Pavetta has just been so incredibly tilting of late. He is dominant versus the Marlins this year. Two starts, 11 and two thirds, two earned. He has a 1.54 ERA, averaging 26.7 in his two starts versus the Fish. But his last few starts, 16.5 against the Cubs, we'll take that. But then 7 against Toronto, 0.9 against the Mets. But then again, 21.1, 25.9, 21.1 against Miami, 22 17.2, 23.4. 4 Before that little, the last three hiccups, he's been outstanding. Going back to Miami, a great ballpark to pitch in. Uh, definitely elevates things for Pavetta. Um, when you look at it a little deeper, why can't I read this from uh, 22% K rate for Miami. Uh, Pavetta strikes out 28% that he faces at the 12% swinging strike rate, which is outstanding. 44.5% ground ball rate, limits the hard contact. Everything lines out really nicely. Miami has a 3.35 team total, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefties do it, 344, but righties only 272. And when you go even deeper, the uh, Marlins are 294, wobo, 123 ISO. So I think Pavetta, 82, he should be popular tonight, and rightfully so. I think he's in a really good spot to bounce back after a couple of rocky starts. Uh, hopefully the rocky starts maybe scare people off, because I think Pavetta, 82, could be very, very nice. If you want to go GPP weird, uh, you go Mike Fiers at seventy five hundred bucks. He's been outstanding with the A's. Uh, his last start was his worst start with minus two against Seattle, but prior to that, twenty four six at Minnesota, thirty four against Texas, 19-9 Seattle, twenty three six against the Doyers. So he's outstanding prior to that start. The Yankees are obviously no easy matchup. He's had decent success against them this year, but nothing crazy. They do strike out twenty two and a half percent of the time versus right handed pitching. Uh, fires does give a little bit of hard contact, but a 40% ground ball rate isn't bad. And the Yankees have a 4.3 team total, middle of the pack tonight. Lefties 347, righties 340, so it's risky. It's a cheaper option. Uh, Mike Fires at 75. Below Mike Fires, I think it's a really interesting play. I'm curious to see how the ownership on this one, but Franber Valdez of the Houston Astros, he's been very, very good in his three starts so far this year. Uh, 12.3, 16.3, 18.2. He's given up no more than one earned or two hits, two hits and one earned in every start. Basically, uh, the, the first start was one unearned. He's uh, walked three in each of his last two and struck out three. So that's the big problem: get a limit the walks. He threw ninety pitches his last time out. They've extended them from sixty-seven to seventy-seven to eighty-nine. So hopefully they, they unleash the beast against Minnesota um, tonight. One thing to also look at though, maybe it's not a pitch count thing. Maybe it's a batter's face: nineteen, twenty, and nineteen. We've seen other teams like the Dodgers, Maeda, and whatnot do something like that. But he's been able to put together five solid innings. Pretty good floor here. Minnesota can get wild at times. You never know. But overall, I think Framberg's in a really good spot here. Against the Minnesota team, that strikes out over 23% of the time. versus left-handed pitching. Uh, framber has got a 70% ground ball rate and a 13% hard contact rate. That is insane. I know that's unsustainable, but that is wild. He does walk 12%, and he only strikes out 17 We just talked about how those numbers Weren't ideal, but that ground ball rate, that's uh, hard contact rate is just crazy. When you look at Minnesota a little deeper, they have a three point two eighteen total, second lowest on the slate for a seventy one hundred dollar Framber Valdez. Uh, in small samples, lefties two sixty seven, righties two forty six, and the Twins have really struggled against lefties this year at two ninety nine woba and a one twenty eight iso, almost just barely better than the New York Mets against left handed pitching. So Framber at seventy one. Very much in play for you. So in the seven and eight K range, I like got Framber one, Pavetta two, Fires three. Now we drop below seven K for a couple punt options. There's a couple you could look at a little better than yesterday's uh, mess that we had. But you got Mike Leake, 6,200 bucks at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he's faced Baltimore once this year, seven innings, two earned, six Ks, or 20.2 DraftKings points. He got beat up at Oakland his last time out. He hasn't pitched at home in a while. He's had four straight road starts, which is pretty decent. Last home start against Toronto, 13.6, 10.1 against Houston, 11.9 against the Giants. He's a pretty decent cash game play because he has a good like 11-12 to 12 point floor with upside. We've seen him get into the 20s of late. And Baltimore strikes out 23.5% of the time versus righties. Um, you know, not the biggest strikeout guy the league is, but a 48% ground ball rate. Does give up some hard contact that Baltimore could run into, so you never know there. But they have a 3.28 team total, tied with the Twins for the second lowest on the slate, which is pretty crazy. Have a $7,100 pitcher and a $6,200 pitcher with the two lowest totals, plus then the fourth lowest is an $8,200 pitcher. So the big boys don't even have the lowest totals, which is pretty interesting to look at when you really think about it. But um, lefty's $389, is 349 but the Orioles $307, Woba, 165 iso, nothing special there at all. So Leak at 62 is in play. And then at 5,700 is Sandy Alcantara, the young stud, um, came over in the Cardinals' Ozuna deal. He made one start earlier this year in June, five innings, one earned, five walks, two Ks, 12.5 points against the Minnesota, or the New York Mets. Um, he's been pitching pretty, pretty good in the Miners' AAA uh, are he struggled over his last four outings, five point five ERA, one point four, but overall had a really, really good season down there. So, yeah, we don't want to see that the hiccups he had towards the end there carry over to tonight. But at that fifty seven hundred dollars price tag, the upside is there against a Phillies team that strikes out twenty five percent of the time versus right handed pitching. Uh, if you don't want to go here, I totally get it, but it's it's worth an idea here. Um, they have a four point one five team totals, about eighth lowest on the slate. Lefties hit two thirty seven, righty five fifty four, and very. Very small sample size. The Phillies bats broke out last night for the first time in forever, so maybe they go back to being quiet for fifty seven hundred. If not, no worries. So I got Leak one, Alcantara two down below. Recapping your pitching real quick, all the way up top. I got Tyon one, Glass now two, uh, Ryu three, and then Wheeler four. When you go to the middle of the pack, I got Framber Valdez one, Pavetta two, Fires three. And then down below, Mike Leak and Sandy Alcantara. So a very interesting slate. Um, if you want to go like Pavetta, Valdez, and get all the bats, I don't hate it. If you want to match tie-on up with Pavetta or Valdez, go for it. Uh, Ryu could be a sneaky one down below. There's options there. I don't think you have to go into the 9K range. I think the 9K guys have the most 25-plus point upside. That's why they're priced there. But Pavetta, we know, can do it if he shows up. He's been sketchy of late. And Framber, it's just a matter of how deep he's he going to go. So the 9K guys have a little less question mark, but um, the guys in the 7th and eighth can be very, very usable, if that makes sense at all. Let's get into the bats on this 12-game slate. Uh, at the catcher's position, you know, Evan Gaddis could be interesting against Rizzi uh, at 4,100. The Astros have a 5.22 team total. Lefty's 3.49, righty's 3.36. So no one's going to play the righty-righty matchup. Not saying you need to pay that much at catcher. But you can look that direction. Again, Aramis Garcia's in Coors. Uh, you could look that way at 3,900. Did not start yesterday. Could be an action versus Sensatella tonight. Uh, Mitch Garver versus Valdez could be a play. And then Chris Ionetta in Coors against the lefty Suarez. We know it does hit lefties really, really well. The Rockies have a, the highest total on the slate of 5.75. Lefties 248. Righty's 368 off Andrew Suarez. Suarez has been really good this year, but uh, Coors Field's Coors Field. And um, D. Rod pitched great last night. So did Herman uh, Marquez. If you wanted to pay up and be contrarian there, but uh, Ionet at thirty eight at home against a lefty is always in play for you. Kind of a nice discount actually for a Coors Field price. It's a little odd. Going down farther, Ronnie Chirinos, I believe was scratched last night. He was battling a little, a little something something. Yeah, he's not starting on Tuesday. Um, but thirty seven hundred bucks for Torino's against Barria. The hitting environment will be tremendous there, as we know. And then righties hit Barilla with so much power, like almost all of his home runs have come from the right side of the plate. So massive reverse splits, guy. Lefties hit two ninety eight, righties three seventy eight versus Barilla. Uh So you could definitely look at a Robinson Torinas at three thousand seven hundred as a quite the the odd play, unless those people have finally caught on to what goes down with Barria. Nick Hundley, if he's catching at 36, and Coors could be worth a the look. And then Kenner, Kenner Falaffa, if he is catching, he's third base catcher eligible at 3,500. Got your three points last night. It's not great. He's not going to light the world on fire, but it is a really good matchup there versus Butteria and that environment. Farther down you go, Gary Sanchez is back. Mike Fires, if he struggles again, the Yankees are going to go off on him. Um, he's got 5, 4, and 7 in his last three. He's 3,500 bucks. He's going to get right sooner than later. And we used to remember when like, Gary Sanchez was right, he was 4,500 and above. So you're getting him at 35 right now against uh, Mike Fires, The Yankees' team total is 4.35. Left, 347. Right, he's 340. I have no problem playing Gary Sanchez at 3,500 with that upside he brings to the table in that matchup. Sliding on down a little farther, maybe an Omar Navarez at 3,400 versus Zimmerman. I could see that as an option for you. Um Brian McCann against Rizzi at 31 is a nice value play uh, down there if you go that way. Mike Zunino versus Cashner at 31. Zunino is always a GPP-relevant guy. The Mariners have a 5.22 team total that is third high are tied for second with the Astros on the slate. Lefty's 370, righty's 365 versus Cashner. So Zunino makes for an outstanding GPP play at 3,100 bucks. I do not hate that at all. That is big-time value in that matchup. Dropping down to 3KM below... Um, you're gonna to want to check lineups because you might get a Grainer. A Grainer was catching for Detroit. He's facing Kopech at 29. You'll see a lot of White Sox bullpen in that game, so don't completely. If you're looking at value, don't completely get run away from Detroit on that one because Kopech's great, but you're gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of bullpen there. Then, other than that, check your check your lineups. You got Johnny Lucroy's 2,800 bucks. It is Severino though, and there will be others. But Zunino at 31 is a nice value punt if you need to go there. First base, Anthony Rizzo against Chassin at 55 is outstanding. Rizzo's been on fire. Lefties smoke Chassin. Carpenter at 49 is quite the discount versus Tanner Rourke. They have Tanner Rourke, a nice little, uh, some love right there. The Carls have a 4.3 team total. Lefties 311, righties 343, but Matt Carpenter below 5K is a rarity. So Carpenter 49 in play. CJ Cron at 46 is interesting. Joey Gallo in that matchup against Maria. I mentioned all the righties get the power, but Gallo at 4,600 in that environment at first base outfield is outstanding. Very, very solid play. Ian Desmond versus the lefty Suarez at 45, very, very nice as well. Daniel Murphy at 44 versus Chassin. I could definitely dig on that one. Going down farther, if you want to get weird with Baltimore against Leak, uh, Trey Mancini first base outfield at 42. I don't hate it at all. I could definitely see that being interesting. Um, Carlos Santana led off yesterday with a home run for the Phillies. He's 4,100 versus Alcantara. I can see that as a play for you as well. Um, Tyler White versus Odorizzi, you talked about him. He's 4K, hitting in the middle of that order. Uh, got you seven more points last night, averaging 10 in his last 10. And then you have Yuli Gurriel at 4K in that Houston order as well. He went deep last night for 16 DraftKings points. Tyler White's been more consistent, but uh, both good plays there at 4K. Uh, Gurriel will be the lower owned of the two. Little farther down, G Man Choi, if he's hitting third or fourth in Tampa Bay's order, which he usually does versus righties, I think it's a great play at 3,900. He pinched hitting an RBI double last night, his last few games 9, 14, 7, 13, 2 0, then a 12, a 10, a 21. G Man Choi is really liking DH in the middle of that Tampa Bay order. Going up against Aaron Sanchez at 3,900 bucks has an upside here. The Rays have almost a 4.5 total. Lefties, 364. Righty's 371 versus Aaron Sanchez. And Sanchez is a, a, a almost 50% ground ball guy, but when he gets hit, he gets hit hard, as we've seen this season. So, Choi at 39, good little GPP-type play in that matchup. Ronald Guzman of Texas at 39, if he's in the lineup, makes for a GPP play. I'd rather have Choi at 39, but Guzman's there as well. Uh, Ryan Healy, if you want to get weird with Kashner at 39, don't hate that at all. Uh, Matt Olson at a GPP versus Severino at 38. Ryan McMahon is back for Colorado. First base, third base, eligible. He's thirty eight hundred bucks. He went deep last night. I like think he pinch hit and stayed in the game. He went. See uh, him in the lineup at thirty eight hundred bucks. First base, second base, for a right-handed Coors bat. Not too shabby. Then the farther down you go, you know, like a Wilmer Flores versus Ryu at thirty six could be in play. Luke Voigt keeps hitting home runs. He's thirty six for his Fires. I don't hate that at all. That makes for a very good GPP type play. Um, Chris Davis versus Mike Leake at thirty four. Neil Walker at 33 versus fires. A couple more value plays for you there. And you never know. Some more might show up if uh, when lineups come out. Let's go to second base. we got guys like Javi Baez, who's always in a great spot. We talk about it over and over again. Ruggi Odor at 48 is very nice. Adam Frazier keeps hitting the ball really well. Second base outfield at 47, averaging 11 in his last 10, 11 and 31 in his last two. It's hard to pay 4700 bucks for Adam Frazier. But if you want to be contrarian, say you're stacking some Pirates, he's second-base outfit eligible, don't just sleep on it. Altuve at 45 is interesting. Um, Daniel Murphy at 44 I like quite a bit. Joey Wendell in the middle of that Tampa Bay order at 42 is pretty nice. Versus Sanchez. Uh, Robbie Cano went deep last night. He's 4,200 versus Casher. a nice cheaper second-base option. Same with Ezra Cabrera. just keeps crushing baseballs for the Phillies. Went deep last night, 25 DraftKings points. Uh, 25, 14, and 8 in his last three. He's averaging almost 10 in his last 10. So his dribble at 42, a very good spot there versus Alcantara and the Miami bullpen. Johnny VR is quite contrarian at 41, averaging 10.8 in his last 10, 12 more points last night, 12, 14, and 14 in his last three, and then 12, 14, 14, 8, 0, 12, 20, 19, 9. Been very, very productive. Only two zeros in his last eight, eight or more in eight of his last 10. So very productive there at 4,100 for Johnny VR. Don't hate that at all versus Mike Leek. Nico Goodrum and your GPPs. You know, I love this man. He's up to 4K now. Another big night, 19 more points last night. He's averaging 9.7 in his last 10, 19.14 in his last two. Love me some Nico at 4K. If you want to be contrarian versus Kopech, you might not need to. Just go up to VR. Cabrera, Cano, Wendell at the 41 and 42, or you can drop down for a little more value. Cesar Hernandez at 4K is interesting, but his spot in the order really sucks. If Hernan Perez has hit high in the Brewers' order at 39. I could see that as an option. Uh, Starlin Castro, if you want to be really, really contrarian, but I'm not running to play that. Joe Panik and Coors at 37 is a value play for you there. You can definitely go grab him, even even if you're not stacking Coors. 3700 bucks for Coors bat is very nice. And Then Josh Harrison at 33 versus Bailey. Uh, low of Tampa Bay at 3,200 versus uh, Aaron Sanchez is a nice value as well. Second base outfield eligible. And then Logan Forsythe, we know, hits lefties really well. He's 3,200 versus Framber Valdez of Houston. Going over to third base, Bregman at 54. Just keep playing the goddamn guy. He's third base shortstop eligible. 21 more points last night. He's averaging 14.3 his last 10. 21, 16, 17, 14, a 2 of 5, a 16, a 12, a 33. This guy is ridiculous. I keep playing him as much as I can. Bregs at 54. Get him in versus Rizzi you got Arenado in Coors versus a lefty at 52. That's usually recipe for success, so check that out. Uh, Matt is a great-looking play there. Chris Bryant, as he keeps getting back from the DL, keep an eye on him. I'm not running to play him yet when I could go up to a Carp and Arenado or a Bregman, but Bryant isn't played if you're stacking the Cubs. Jerkson Profar at 45 if you're stacking Texas. Mike Moustakas versus Quintana, probably not tonight. But Anthony Rendon's always interesting at 43. Matt Chapman in a GPP at 43. Matt Duffy continues to rake. He's 4,200 versus Aaron Sanchez. He's averaging 9.6 his last 10, 7, 14, and 14 in his last three. Very affordable against Aaron Sanchez, Matt Duffy. Miguel Andahar is down to 4,200 in the GPP. I can see that as an option. Uh, the farther down we go, like a Taylor Ward at 37 versus Cologne. If you're uh, looking for some value in a very good hitting environment, you can look there at Colin Moran at 37 versus Bailey. Uh, also an option for a Fletcher of the Angels, second base, third base at 36. Adrian Belcher, mentioned righties versus Barria. He's 3600 bucks if you want to get different because he's always low-owned. Uh, you got Kyle Seeger's only $3,400. Tim Beckham, $3,400. Two options cheap in the same hittable matchup. Shortstop position, Trevor Story in Coors versus a lefty at 58 is insane. Um, he's averaging 12.6 his last 10, 15 more last night. 15, 39, 12, 14, 11, 8, 13, 10. So, eight or more points in his last 10 games. Or his last eight games. 10 or more in seven of those eight. That is pretty damn good. And he's got Andrew Suarez tonight at 5,800 bucks. That is a phenomenal, phenomenal play. Javier Baez and Alex Bregman, great plays as well, as we've already mentioned. Manny Machado is always GPP relevant when he's swinging the bat the way he is. You got Profar. You got Anderson Simmons, always interesting as well in their matchups. His Drubal Cabrera at 42, I like a lot. Hope you guys uh, listened to me about De yesterday as he went to Dong. Uh, Tim Anderson's interesting. Jorge Polanco switch hit versus Valdez at 4K could be in play. Try to get up the Drubal if you're going to sit right there. Or drop down to maybe a Willie Adamas, an Ahmed Rosario at 37. Um, Those are a couple options. Shortstop's pretty bad tonight. You might want to try to pay up if you can. Unless you really want to gamble like a Louis Guriel at 34, Tim Beckham at 34. Couple options down below here. And then some more value will pop up when lineups are released. Head to the outfield. Hill Trout at 59 versus Cologne's always nice. Christian Yelick, I don't care if it's lefty, lefty at 57. He's hitting everybody. Uh, Otani's interesting versus Cologne as well. But you got guys like Gregory Polanco at 52 versus Bailey. He's on one of his hot streaks, so write it out while you can. 12 points in his last 10, 22, 19, 12, 14, and 10 in his last 5. Uh, facing Homer Bailey, it's a phenomenal matchup for the Pirates. Pirates of the team total, 5.06. Fourth highest on the slate. Lefties 382, righty's 393 versus Bailey. So, Polanco at 52 is outstanding. I like that quite a bit. You got your Coors guys in play, as usual. And then you got, like, starting Marte at 5K versus Bailey. Uh, obviously, I want Polanco, but Marte went deep yesterday. If you're stacking, he's a great spot for you. A low Kane versus Quintana at 49 is very, very nice. The Brew Crew do have a four point sixteen total. It's like sixth or seventh highest on the slate. Lefty's 273, but righty's 361. So low Kane he goes low owned a lot. 4,900 bucks. I, I don't hate that at all. You got Bryce Harper at 48. He's been really heating up of late. Keep an eye on him. I respect Mikolas, but keep an eye on Harper and Juan Soto at 47 and 48, respectively. Adam Frazier's there again at 47. If you're stacking Pittsburgh, you got like a Frazier Polanco 1 2 or Frazier Polanco Marte. Something along those lines. Very, very interesting. It's expensive. That's why I think it'll be low-owned for this Pittsburgh. You know, people paying that much money aren't going to want to pay for Pittsburgh. They're going to go pay for somebody else. So you can differentiate yourself that way if you're spending up. If you're not, don't worry about it. Uh, Malik Smith leading off for Tampa Bay at 46. Not too bad as he's been really, really good of late. Average 11.2 in his last 10. 10-7, 18-12, 10-8 in his last like 5 or 6. Really, really good stuff there for Malik at 46. Again, you got Joey Gallo at 46 and Nomar Mazara at 46. Two really good plays there versus Barria. Slide not down. David Dahl had a big night last night. He's 45 versus Suarez. Even though it's lefty-lefty, I don't care because you'd imagine the Giants bullpen comes in, and that is a disaster zone these days. Nelly Cruz at 45 versus Cashner is worth a look as well. Slide not down. Lincoln Aaron Hicks at 44 is interesting versus Fires. Uh, Chris Shaw versus Sensatella at 43 is in play. Uh, Castellanos versus Kopek is interesting. Same with Daniel Palka. At 42 versus Zimmerman, I like that quite a bit. Also like me some Cole Calhoun at 42 versus Bartolo, so a couple nice lower 4K options. George Springer still cheap at 4200 as he's still trying to get it all figured out, but he's averaging 7.6 in his last 8, eight two and twenty six in his last three. 4200 versus Rizzi. definitely a part of a stack uh, in Houston. Cargo at 42, don't completely sleep on that just because it's lefty lefty. It's a value. Uh, Trey Mancini at 42 as well. Ubaldo Herrera at 42. So this lower 4K loaded as it's been of late. Uh, Chris Davis in a GPP, sure, why not? Jose Martinez at 4K is interesting versus Tanner Roark. He's shown reverse splits this year. Uh, Nico Goodrum mentioned him at 4K as well. Sliding on down, Jake Cave at 3,900 versus Valdez is in play for you if you're not using Valdez and you want some savings. Uh, Scotty Shebler at 39 is interesting versus Tyon if you're not using Tyon. Uh, Nick Williams at 39, especially if he's in the middle of that Phillies order. Does bring a little bit of thump to the yard. I can see that one. Marcelo Zuna to GPP at 38 is intriguing. Going down to the mid-threes now. Uh, Billy McKinney of Toronto at 36. Uh, Larrano, no, not go there. Billy McKinney at 36 is interesting. Uh, Josh Reddick at 36 versus Oda Rizzi is also interesting with Tony Kemp at 36. So depending on where Kemp and, and Reddick are in the lineup at 36, both quite interesting options. Even farther down, like a Nicky Delmonico at 35 versus Zimmerman to get some savings. Um, let's see. Maybe an Ortega at 35 versus Pavetta if you need to go there. Uh, Austin Deans, 34 versus Pavetta. These are just GPP only plays. Max Kepler at 33 does hit lefties just fine. So don't completely run away from that. Uh, if you, low from Tampa Bay again, 3200 bucks. He's second base outfield eligible. So you can use him at both. Victor Olmos, $3,100. bucks. did not play last night. Hopefully he's playing tonight. They got Jay Bruce, who's only 3K. He went deep yesterday. He's had a couple of decent games with his duds. He's always super cheap. So there you have it. In the outfield, there'll be tons of value on these slates. Again, join us in the Slack chat as we can help each other out, uh, get the value we all need to break it down. Recapping your pitching, 9K and above. I got Tyon, now, Ryu, and Wheeler. In the 7s and 8s, I got Valdez, Pavetta, and Fires. And then in the 6K and below, Leak and Alcantara. So lots going on there. Obviously, Texas and Anaheim is going to be a hot spot to target. Uh, the Rockies and Coors, obviously, but then the Astros versus Odorizzi is nice. The Mariners and the Orioles, Mariners especially versus Cashner, but the Orioles aren't bad either. The Pirates will be sneaky versus Bailey because no one's going to pay those prices I like that quite a bit. Tons to like the Razor in a great spot. Right-handed Brewers bats versus Quintana. Uh, lots and lots and lots. I think the Yankees could be interesting versus Fires. They got a little bit of discount in certain spots there. So, lots of different ways to break down tonight's slate as you'd expect on a 12 gamer. Again, join us in the Slack chat. Let's look at the BVP real quick and get you on your way. Um, those are the two early games Soto and Harper in small samples will take a Mikulis deep. Marcelo Zuna, 10 for 38, two doubles, a triple, and a homer. Harrison Bader is homered off of Tanner Roark. Um, Cervelli, four for 10, with a double and a homer off Bailey. Polanco and Marte have both taken Bailey deep as well. Jose Peraza, 10 for 19, two doubles off Tyon. Scooter Jeanette, 10 for 27, four doubles and a homer. Billy Hamilton's taking him deep twice. Uh, Suarez has a homer as well. They've had some success for Tyon, but Tyon's a little different this season. A little bit different as the um, results have shown in his game logs. Rio Muto, four for nine, three doubles off Privetta, but not too much else. Cody Bellinger, 3-for-5 with three homers off of Wheeler. Justin Turner, 3-for-5 with a homer. Grandall and Utley have both taken him deep. Again, a little bit different Wheeler now. Jay Bruce talked about him at 3Ks, 3-for-8 with two homers off of Ryu. So it could be an ultimate punt if you need it. Uh, Mike Trout, 11-for-20 with a double and three homers off Cologne. Andrelton Simmons, 13-for-28, two doubles and a triple. A couple options for you there. Omar Navarro talked about him at catcher at 3,400. He's 8-for-12 with two doubles off Zimmerman. Matt Davidson, 6-for-15 with a double and two homers. Yelmer Sanchez, 6-for-14, two doubles and a triple. Avi Garcia, 8-for-20 with a double. Uh, as a team, the White Sox are getting three fifty-one off Zimmerman. So, yeah, the four ten well with a ICE, iso. Definitely could get some interesting White Sox action if you choose to do so. It's always dicey. When it pays off, it pays off nicely. Moustakis, 12-for-43, three doubles and three homers off Quintana. Braun's taking them deep twice. Lorenzo Cain, 22 for 73. Eight doubles and a homer. Kratz and Granderson are both homered off of Quintana. Rizzo, 5 for 16 with two homers off Chassin. Daniel Murphy's 5 for 15 with a double and a homer. Good success there. Brian McCann, 13 for 31. Three doubles, a triple, and three homers off of Odorizzi. He's $3,100. A nice savings at the catcher's position. Trevor Story and Iannetta both taking Andrew Suarez deep. Joe Panick, I told you he was cheap, 3700 dollars 4-for-12 with a double and two homers off Sensatella. Belt, 4-for-12 with two doubles. Uh, Aaron Hicks, 3-for-5, two homers off of Fires. McCutcheon, 6-for-19, four homers. Walker and Stanton have both taking them deep as well. Nelly Cruz, 6-for-16, six three doubles and a homer off Cashner. Kyle Seager, 7-for-23, two homers off of Cashner. Denard Spann, 9-for-25, a double and a homer. Mitch Hanninger's is taking them deep as well. Good numbers there from the, the Mariners. And then Chris Davis, two for four, the double and homer off of Leak. Nothing too crazy. So there you have it. Quick hits in the books for your 12-game Wednesday slate. Again, join us in the Slack chat. Just ask for an invite. It's free. We're on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. Go check out the Quant Edge for your NFL DFS lineup optimizer and more. Promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D. Go check out Draft.com to play a great way to play fantasy sports. Draft in your app store, Draft.com, promo code SD Sports for entry into a free $3 tournament. We have the always-pressing PGA DFS podcast out there previewing this week's BMW Championship no-cut event. We'll have OED out later today. Bench with Bubba, episode 119 with Anthony Servino, talking a lot of the latest NFL news for your fantasy team. Plus, we plan on our flags on some long-shot players that could help you out throughout the season. So much more coming up here at The Sports Digest, so go check it all out. I am on Twitter at BDNTrick. Thanks for listening, as always. I'll be back to you guys tomorrow. This was MLB. DFS Quickets, your Wednesday, September 5th edition. I'm out.